on these three lives. Welcome, listeners, to the 56th chapter of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the Mike Cernovich episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rakotansky, Julian Fields, and Travis View. This week, we are profiling Mike Cernovich, author of Gorilla Mindset, How to Control Your Thoughts and Emotions, Improve Your Health and Fitness, Make More Money, and Live Life on Your Own Terms. Now, lesser authors would pick one of these many claims and focus on it by doing in-depth research, but not Mike. He enjoys obstacles and celebrates them. That's why he has written a self-help book about the mindset of an animal that always lives in groups and as such would probably shirk individualism. That's why he has defended pizzas from Satanists and video games from women. That's why he often speaks about himself in third person and calls everyone who disagrees with him pedophiles. And it's also why Travis View, a man with a sickening little sparrow mindset, a tiny weak baby bird mindset, doesn't understand him. So before we launch into the episode, I'd like to play a little clip of Mike talking and we'll allow the audience to decide who he sounds like. You don't know what I believe. Nobody knows what I believe. I've told people the only thing that I believe is gorilla mindset. I've told people that. <laughs> people go, what's your political things? What's your politics? I go, look, I'm just a vessel for what people are saying. I'm a talk show host. I'm throwing, this is what Geraldo, this is what I grew up watching. And it was be a beautiful time. Geraldo Rivera, you would just bring in people and say, okay, here's a bunch of crazy people. Here's what the crazy people are saying. The world was a better place. The world was a better place when you could just say, here's what all the lunatics are saying. Here's what's going on. Does that, does that approach remind you of anybody's approach? Oh. Here's what the, all the lunatics are saying. And it was a better place. Think mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but before all that. QAnon News. First up, uh, 8chan owner Jim Watkins testifies to Congress. On September 5th, Jim Watkins spoke to the House Committee on Homeland Security about 8chan in a closed-door session. Uh, Watkins showed up in D.C. in response to a request for his presence after the third white supremacist shooter posted a manifesto to 8chan prior to the El Paso shooting. Uh, in addition to defending 8chan, Watkins also told Congress this. At this time, 8chan is offline voluntarily. The site may come back online, but only when 8chan is able to develop additional tools to counter illegal content under United States law. What's more, Watkins delivered this testimony while wearing a Q-pin on his collar, so clearly <laughs> pandering to the site's base. Jim Watkins looked so wet. He was such a moist <laughs> little swamp creature. Well, that's, yeah. his, like, see, that's his little secret call out to uh, all of the uh, the QAnon people. I mean, the, the MSM is too stupid yeah, right. to they, pick it up. <laughs> but, you know, only only real Anons, you know, uh, trained, trained citizen journalists would notice a, a lapel pin. Only people really dedicated to non-MSM indie media don't have anybody to dab their faces before they move from Congress to Jack Posobiec's show. And they look even moister and wetter than ever. God damn. We love you, Jim. Second up, uh, Santa Claus tears apart the QAnon world. So this was originally reported by Will Sommer at the Daily Beast. So uh, on Twitter, there are sometimes these sub-LARPs that branch, that branch off from the main QLARP. And <laughs> one of these is an account called Santa Claus of the United States, which uses the Twitter handle at Big Red Wave now. God fucking damn it. They're <laughs> taking Christmas from us? I know. Ruining First everything. of all, happy holidays. First, if you say Merry Christmas, you should be put in jail. Yeah. First, we took Christmas away from us. 
Then they brought it back, and now they're taking Christmas away from us. The Jews have Christmas? What am I going to do? Dude, the Jews, (laughs) let me tell you a little secret about the Jews. (laughs) (laughs) They love Christmas. The secret is, uh, the reason that Hanukkah even has presents is because... Jewish kids were were upset, understandably, that Christian kids uh, during the month of December had an event where they were given, you know, tons of presents under the tree. So Hanukkah is actually some kind of like rinky dinky holiday on the big like spectrum of Jewish holidays. The, the menorah is just an incredibly affordable Christmas tree that can last you through your entire life. How did you know? <laughs> are you are you secretly Jewish? When I when I like heard you say the title of this segment, I just literally pictured Santa Claus like Will Ferrell in old school, just just oh. tearing through a crowd of QAnon supporters, whacking them out of the way and just destroying them. I mean, I mean, uh, Santa Claus of the United States loves gifts from Elf that uh, that uh, that movie. So uh-huh. so you're you're not too far off. Yeah, um, boomers love Elf. I like Elf. <laughs> So uh, Santa Claus of the United States pushes QAnon with a bunch of Santa gifts and also drops hints that he's secretly JFK Jr., which has earned him a following amongst the JFK Jr. sect of QAnon. Damn, Vincent Fusca as as a fucking Santa Claus would be terrifying. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's like that's like a like a like a mall Santa who's like down on his luck and you know he's still got some vomit on his suit that he couldn't wash off. Yes, he's a bad Santa. (laughs) He's a bad Santa. Maybe more disturbingly, Santa keeps all of his minions in line with something called the hashtag permanent nice list, which appears to be just a list of people he follows on Twitter. (laughs) So you're going to tell me now the deep state's on the naughty list? Yeah, Yeah, Comey has got a lump of coal. Fans of Santa rejoice when they're on the list, which uh, they think means that they're being followed on Twitter by the real JFK Jr., but has also caused a minor civil war to break out. For example, QAnon promoter Joe M, a.k.a. Storm is Upon Us, has denounced Santa as the leader of a street gang and a thug. See, this is why I'm saying this guy's over 60. Street gang? (laughs) The fuck? Like, oh, stay golden, pony boy. (laughs) Fucking Joe M. Uh, This has caused uh, Santa supporters to use hashtags like hashtag I stand with Santa. (laughs) They also use Santa emojis in their profiles to uh, uh, show their allegiance. So uh, it sounds like the post-Q QAnon is, uh, you know, having a little bit of growing pains at the moment. You know, a lot like the Chinese government and Falun Gong are all trying to weaken America by, by, you know, uh, pushing QAnon. We should be pushing Santa. We should. We should be weakening the QAnon movement by pushing this brave street gang of Santas. We should push JFK Jr. and the the pro-Santa shit. That's right. Find the fractures and then just make them worse. That's why in our merch collection, we have JFK Jr. because we fully support the idea that he's still alive <laughs> well it's also interesting that they've glommed on to santa because you would think you know would seemingly be like one of QAnon's big targets because think about it he climbs down chimneys into children's homes mm-hmm. he leaves them gifts oh my god he's a globalist for sure he yeah. he he lives in well the russians have their own version of santa claus he that lives comes with on New literally Year's. a giant collection of tiny people he, that yeah, are definitely he, not children dressed up as elves yeah if you know on what a I mean. fucking island in the north pole probably videotapes every room Videotapes every room. Good. It's a, Bill, Bill Clinton has flown on his sleigh at least 27 times. Bill Clinton. Now that would be a good Santa. Okay. <laughs> Fuck Vincent Fusca. Let's get Bill Clinton in that Santa suit. Controlled opposition. Next up, a uh, great awakening rally scheduled for September 11th. So uh, tasteful. So this coming Wednesday on September 11th, Q1 followers are expected to gather in front of the Washington Monument in D.C. for the Great Awakening Rally. Uh, the event is organized by friend of the show, Dylan Wheeler, a.k.a. Education for Libs. 
Uh, the actual content of this rally is really a mystery at the moment. Uh, there are really no speakers or events listed. So it might be just Q people having a picnic in Washington. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, it doesn't seem incredibly organized. They no. did say kid friendly from the beginning. Yeah, kid friendly. So there's that. They, they have, want another Q baby moment. They got a, they got a permit. They got a space. No one knows what's going to happen. It'll oh be exciting God. for everyone. What are the chances that the parents bring Q baby and he's like it's like the Pope? You go, oh. you come, and you piss, you kiss the baby. <laughs> no, no, it's like it'd be, it'd be like the the, the new Buddha, the new baby Buddha. Yes, yeah. the Dalai Lama. Yeah, Dalai Lama yeah. up there, like you know, vomiting a little bit and keeling over, <laughs> smoking a cig. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Jeez. You guys never seen those videos of like all the like Indonesian kids that are like smoking cigs oh. when they're like three years old and shit? Um, no, and we cannot verify those exist. All right. Moving on. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I have a Hurricane Dorian conspiracy theory spread in QAnon world. And I noticed a lot of conspiracy theories about Hurricane Dorian over the past week or so. And they mostly revolve around either maybe like the white hats controlling the hurricane to destroy bad things or the black hats using the hurricane as a distraction. Uh, whatever is happening is not just that hurricanes are a natural, uncontrollable phenomenon. Uh, for example, here's one post uh, that I saw on Facebook from a QAnon follower named Eric. Q drop number 849. Look it up. Dorian <laughs> pays a visit to Epstein Island. What? Dorian destroys Chinese ports in Bahamas used for trafficking and strategic positioning. Dorian decides he isn't done yet. He decides to hang out for a while and destroy the ports used by Disney to ferry guests to Little St. James. Oh my God, that would be the best Disney ride ever. <laughs> Dorian will then make a sharp turn northeast, sparing the U.S. mainland. The economy all along the East Coast booms due to panic consumers making heavy purchases. Hashtag future proofs past. Hashtag the storm is here. Hashtag trust the plan. You'd think you'd want to make light purchases that you could transport while you're running away. Yeah. 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 I like the, yeah, the part of this conspiracy theory is that people are so panicked needlessly that they buy a bunch of stuff that they don't actually need. Mike Cernovich with Travis View. Now, Mike Cernovich has kind of a reputation as a jack of all grifts. Over the years, he's been a rape denialist, a gamer gator, a fake news peddler, pizza gator, and feigned outrage monger. But I would argue that Mike Cernovich is best understood as like a 21st century version of the old patent medicine showman. Like in the first four decades of the 19th century, traveling salesmen would roll into small towns and sell quack cures in between performing sketches. And after like a week or so before the rubes could tell that they were duped, the salesman would pull up stakes and move on to the next town. And that's basically how Mike Cernovich operates. He finds some way to generate drama or rile up his followers. And once any particular grift dries up or becomes too toxic, he just pulls up his stakes, maybe tries to cover up his involvement in the last grift and just moves on to the next one. It's always in motion. Checks out. And uh, one thing you're going to notice as we explore the career of Mike Cernovich is that he's kind of a clout chaser. I mean, if he has talent for anything, it's identifying a trend and then riding it out until it's no longer useful to him. But... Before we get to all that, let's talk about the origins of Cernovich. Mike Cernovich was born on November 17, 1977, in the farming town of Kewanee, Illinois. He says that his family was poor and his father worked a hard factory job. His mother suffered from serious mental illness. He claims that his hatred of the media stems from sensational satanic panic stories that uh, affected his parents. The fuck? And then he did Pizzagate? I know. The definition of a satanic panic? It's... Very God confusing. fucking damn it, Mike. It's almost like you're lying all the fucking time. Here's what he said in a 2016 interview. 
My parents were deeply religious, uh, and because of my introversion, they at one time were convinced I might be joining a satanic cult. That seems funny now, but satanic panic was real. Geraldo Rivera and others held specials, talking to experts on Satanism. One warning sign that your child might be involved in the occult was that he or she spent a lot of time alone. <laughs> and had no friends. My dad would call me down from my room and make me socialize. I had to attend Bible study multiple times a week in, quote, home churches. It wasn't fun. Duh. Introversion. Looking back, I developed my hatred of the media because they made my childhood more difficult than it needed to be. The media did satanic yeah. panic to you, not yeah. the Christian community that yeah. fucking kept flipping out over and over. And not, they literally accused the media of being the Satanists. And also, yeah, yeah, it's like be, wild. Yeah, he's he's blaming it. Was that the yeah the people who pushed uh, the satanic panic stuff were like the tabloid journalists, the people who drummed up sens sensational, uh, factless stories, like just like he does. I started hating the media because my parents thought I was bad. That boy. Wait, I thought we weren't making fun of the lisp. Well, I'm allowed to, but you just can't. You can't do it. <laughs> well, why not? It's because I'm Jewish, isn't it? Yes, uh, it is because you're Jewish. How did you guess? Shit. At the age of 17, Cernovich enlisted in the National Guard with the eventual goal of joining the army. Cernovich's military career was short-lived, and as he explains in this clip, it was unpleasant for him. So I was never a like hardcore, you know, Army Ranger, Navy SEAL. But I went to basic training at a young age. I was still in high school. So I went to basic training the summer before my senior year in high school. And I did officer candidate school training. And I didn't want to be there. And, and I got into it with my, they're called TAC officers. I forget what that means, TAC officers. But I just didn't fucking like them. You know, I, I wanted to be a criminal offense lawyer at the time. They were cops. You know, they'd tell me I was a piece of shit, and they meant it. They really didn't like me. And I was just like, you know, I don't want to be here. I quit. I'm fucking out of here. Yeah, I really like that uh, that clip because, you know, later he talks about, like, you know, uh, controlling your emotions and, like, not caring. But, but apparently he just, he couldn't stand his uh, attack officers calling him a piece of shit when he was, like, you know, 17, 18. Well, he hadn't developed his, you know, thick skin through his gorilla mindset. Yeah. So yeah, he was still he a, young, a young, budding, uh, you know, insecure boy. God, mm. now I'm thinking of Cernovich having, like, skinned an entire gorilla just wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> Unprotected now. Cernovich graduated with a Bachelor of Arts degree from the University of Illinois at Springfield and a Juris Doctorate from a Pepperdine University School of Law. Cernovich married his first wife as a law student in 2003. Cernovich later said that his marriage was, quote, ruined by feminist indoctrination. Yeah, I hate when my marriage is ruined by that. Yeah, this is this is yeah. going to become even more absurd as we uh, as we'll see soon. It's like losing your wife to QAnon. <laughs> now, when we look into these kinds of grifters, we usually learn that there's some sort of supervillain origin story. There's an event that makes them just hate the world and respond by treating the world with indifference and cruelty. And for Mike Cernovich, that was a 2003 rape accusation, which he says was false. <laughs> According to Cernovich, I was arrested by federal marshals for rape. And my ex-wife came to bail me out of jail. The charge was later dropped. His record was expunged, but he had to do community service for a misdemeanor battery charge. Wait, so it was a rape of someone who wasn't the, the woman who bailed him out? That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. He had sex with someone else. And then uh, she accused, accused him, him as rape. His, 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 his ex-wife, his wife at the time, bailed him out. Yeah. Why would marshals be involved? If that's a good question. We don't have a lot of details. <laughs> okay. This is so confusing yeah. already. Yeah. <laughs> 
He later said that the experience made him full of rage, anger, depression, and every other toxic emotion. All these guys, like, they'd be fine if they just worked their shit out and didn't really, like, get everyone else involved. That's yeah. what I always feel. I'm like, just go on your path. Do your Joseph Campbell thing. Yeah. Leave everybody else out of it, buddy. Yeah, a lot of these people, they just, like, if, if they just got some therapy, you know, the, the, yeah. Yeah, the, the rest of us, wouldn't we, wouldn't we wouldn't be in this room, certainly. Yeah, but fucking therapists do not get down with the gorilla mindset for no. some reason. We don't know why. The accusation seems to have been fundamental in shaping his later obsession with rape and false rape allegations. Cernovich credits the experience for positively making him the person he is today. Here's what he said. When you are falsely accused of rape and see the legal system from the inside as a client and the outside as a lawyer, your eyes open up. You realize that everything you had been told about the legal system was a lie. Because they made one mistake. The entire system is completely wrong. Throw it all out. What other lies have been told? And what are the source of those lies? Cernovich once recounted this episode on a podcast. Ew, dude, he looks like fucking Randy Savage at like the peak of steroid oh dysfunction. God. God, he looks, he does look like a gorilla, actually. <laughs> you know, I fucked a girl. She said I raped her. That cost me 50 grand. It cost me five years of my life. But it made uh, you who you are yeah, today. Yeah, but now look at me now. What if I had not fucked her? Well, maybe I'd be some fucking schlub, dude, living a life of quiet desperation with three kids and a wife that hates me. You should send her a card saying thank you. <laughs> In 2004, <laughs> he started his first blog, uh, Crime and Federalism. It was initially a libertarian blog dedicated to legal issues like free speech, government misconduct, and his support of federalism, but it eventually took on the cause of false rape allegations and increasingly endorsed the language of strong masculinity. Interestingly, in a 2006 post, he expresses disdain for Donald Trump. Trump's a media whore and always eager to spread his lips. Can he be defamed when he casts his image to the world on demand and recasts it constantly to suit ever-changing ratings and marketing schemes? Terrible writer. Is the gorilla mindset just all like this? I say, never trust a man who combs his hair so as to comb over his shiny dome and then flaunts a wife young enough to be his daughter. Oh, Trump has issues, all right, but there isn't much reputation to damage. He took care of that long ago. Waiting for the about face. <laughs> right. A post made shortly after the 2008 election, however, uh, praises Obama as an alpha male. <laughs> what? During the election, conservatives were talking about how manly John McCain was. These same people worship George Bush's manliness, too. Give me a break. Anyone who's not a beta can clearly see that Obama is way more alpha than Bush or McCain. I mean, I mean, what happened was that Obama won. So he just hooked his uh, wagon to that. Yeah, uh, so that, that, this, that's all he cares about. He sort of he sees where the political winds are shifting and then he just moves in that direction. That's yeah. all he does. Mm -hmm. He sets up his his his, his wagon wheel. <laughs> yeah. And fucking puts the stakes down. That's and right. Brings yeah. out his little glass jugs of gorilla, you know, <laughs> gorilla jizz juice, or gorilla whatever juice the fuck steak. it is. After law school, Cernovich's wife became a successful attorney in Silicon Valley, but he was not admitted to the California bar until nine years after getting his law degree. In the meantime, he got by by doing freelance legal research and writing. Cernovich's wife, on the other hand, earned millions of dollars in stock from an IPO. When they divorced in 2011, Cernovich reportedly received seven figures from the divorce settlement. In a 2016 profile of Cernovich in The New Yorker, author Andrew Marantz speculates... 
This seems to have been, and might still be, his primary source of funds. So he's a he's a gold digger mm-hmm. and a serial That's divorcee right. who hates women. That's right. Okay. And here's the best part. Some Short- people get second and third and fourth chances, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, shortly after the divorce, um, Cernovich moved more firmly into the manosphere by starting the blog Danger and Play. Okay, the manosphere just what? sounds like a description of Alex Jones. And he Dana. is the manosphere. Yeah, exactly. yeah and Danger and play sounds like a swingers activity yeah. that you would find on Craigslist or some shit. Yeah, it apparently comes from a, a Nietzsche quote. Cernovich basically, he got into the men's right space because he got this fat wad of cash after divorcing his successful ex-wife. And here's the crazy thing. You know, it's like when, when you hear about the rest of Cernovich's career, you got to keep in mind, he could have done anything. He had some runway. He could have chosen any career for himself. He did not need this to support himself. He was fine. Oh, he needs this. He's in this because he needs it. (laughs) He He really needs this. It was from this era that we start seeing uh, a lot of uh, takes about mm, rape, which uh, like this one from May 2012. When is the last time women organized to support a men's rights issue? Stop being fags. Who cares about breast cancer and rape? Not me. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so wanted. Who profits from this? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Such a dumbass. Who cares? Oh, my goodness. And there's uh, this one from August 2012. Ah, uh, This is the classic. This yeah. is the classic. Have you guys ever tried, quote, raping a girl without using force? Try it. It's basically impossible. Date rape does not exist. This is one of those things I'm going to say you shouldn't try to prove any kind of point. You know, you shouldn't learn about rape by trying it. You should just (laughs) trust that the books can help you with that. In 2014, Cernovich raised his profile by joining Gamergate. Because, yeah, Gamergate is just the nexus of everything. Patient zero. Somehow all of the demons of the modern world sprung out of Gamergate. It is the beer hall putsch. Initially, uh, Cernovich who is not a gamer, by the way, wasn't wild about Gamergate. <laughs> you got to love the not. guys who've never touched a video game and they're still like, this is about video games. <laughs> These whores. <laughs> in fact, he tweeted this in August 2014. Orc tits are not big enough in World of Warcraft. I had never heard of gaming media until recently. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys, put down the fucking video games. <laughs> He thought Gamergate was that gamers should stop gaming and <laughs> yeah. try rape. Yeah, gamer Gamergate was that, that he found out that people actually enjoyed playing video games. It's an outrage. It's, what are you guys doing? Put down the fucking games. He really <laughs> needs video games more than anybody I've ever. Yeah. His whole story it just begs for him to become like Dude, a video game addict to leave us all alone. He could literally uh, purchase any installment of Call of Duty go online, talk shit to people, get really good at it, and that would be the extent of damage that he did on fucking the human yeah. population. You know you're a piece of shit when Jake wishes you would go to Call of Duty and call people N-words instead. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Fine. Be one of the guys at the beginning of PUBG <laughs> running around fucking yelling racist slurs. Fine. I don't care. That's fine. You Everybody, heard it here first. He does not care about gamer slurs. Yeah. He loves it. Everybody in those lobbies just punches that dude anyways. So... <laughs> Jake, Steve Bannon... Rockatansky. Now, despite his anti-gaming stance, after seeing that there were a bunch of angry young men ripe for the exploiting, he was all on board. Uh, as you might recall, Gamergate was originally kicked off when indie game developer Aaron Gajani wrote a six-part blog post about his ex-girlfriend, the indie game developer Zoe Quinn. It was his odyssey. <laughs> 
Cernovich offered to provide legal assistance to Aaron Kajani. I just heard Aaron Kajani is facing a lawsuit. If you know him, put him in touch with me. I will help him pro bono. Let's remember that the accusation here was that she had sex with someone else to get a good review on her fucking indie game. Can you, who gives a fucking shit? It really go, I mean, I cannot believe that was the instigating right. moment for this entire fucking nightmare. That's that's the worst level of corruption I've ever heard in my life. Cernovich's promotion of Gamergate led to his nickname in the Gamergate community, Based Lawyer. So they were already with the base shit. Yep. Yeah. So oh, it was yeah, already, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. so it's it was already, always. It's all this. My God. It was through his promotion of Gamergate that Cernovich first cut his teeth on spreading baseless conspiracy theories. For example, he spread the conspiracy theory that people opposed to Gamergate were being astroturfed by the blog Gawker. An anonymous tipster in PR informed me that Gawker is engaging in astroturfing. Uh, many of the loudest anti-Gamergate proponents are on the payroll. And of course, after Gamergate, he just pulled up his stakes and then moved on to the next <laughs> obvious evolution. The next town uh, over. The next town over, which was the alt-right. That's right. He got right in bed with the alt-right in 2015. And uh, that year, he tweeted this. I went from libertarian to alt-right after realizing tolerance only went one way. And diversity is code for white genocide wait a fucking second wait his fucking wikipedia's first line is like people think he's alt-right but he has said he is not alt-right he's right here saying he is alt-right oh, yeah 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 he was he was 100 and he's doing uh, white replacement shit like yep. three years before it got popularized yeah, right that's like i said that's his only talent he, he sees the trends good no this is not snake blood this 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 absolutely brand new thing this is snake come instead is, yeah this is people who are not white coming <laughs> to my tent and trying to set up their tent <laughs> I love to think that gaming has a connection to white replacement. Like, fucking, what does anything mean? Uh, it was that year he wrote the book he's most famous for, Gorilla Mindset, How to Control Your Thoughts and Emotions, Improve Your Health and Fitness, Make More Money, and Live Life on Your Terms. Oh, sounds, sounds like the secret. Yeah, the title very literally just screams like red flag predator. Do not <laughs> approach this psychopath. <laughs> the, he just, how did he achieve that in the title of the book? Now, the book is mostly boilerplate self-help stuff, but it did earn the endorsement of General Michael Flynn. God fucking damn it, man. He's a fucking general. Why are you endorsing some piece of shit novel by a self-help guy? What God damn it, Flynn. Uh, are you mad? Are you mad, boy? <laughs> I'm a gorilla boy. I'm a gorilla boy. Don't you see the silverback? <laughs> I have a cup in my hands. It'll make your genitals swell. Don't move, boy. I've got to look for fleas in your head. Cernovich said this in an October 8th, 2016 tweet. Follow Mike Cernovich. He has a terrific book. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla Mindset. Well worth the read. <laughs> I read a book, boy. Boy, I un the internet was down. I <laughs> this is actually if you if if you had a book equivalent of brain pills. That's this book. Right. <laughs> However, Mike Cernovich didn't really make a big name for himself until 2016 when he got political. Oh man, that's such a weird year. I, I, I keep seeing like people lose their shit that year. I don't know why. <laughs> As a follow up to his book Grill Mindset, he published the book MAGA Mindset: How to Make You and America Great Again. October. Right before the election? Right before the election, yeah. Wow, that's kind of a gamble. It was, it was, but like what I said- What if he 
loses. He, he like I said, he he's a trend spotter. He oh. saw he saw that Trump was on the way up. Yeah. So realistically, he probably like everybody else thought that Trump was going to lose and knew that there would be the resistance movement. Yeah, that there would be a group of angry yeah. young men looking for answers as to why you know gotcha. their Giotis you know uh, so, didn't prevail against I mean, uh, satanic Hillary Clinton. Do we do we gotta give it to him? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> mm, no, probably not. Okay. Okay. Now, 2016 was also the year that Cernovich got to the documentary filmmaking game. Uh, one of the films he produced is called Silence, which is purportedly about free speech. Uh, one of the people who was allegedly silenced in the film is the white supremacist and hacker Andrew Arenheimer, a.k.a. Weave. Uh, in 2012, Weave was found guilty on one count of identity fraud and one count of conspiracy to access a computer without authorization for exploiting a vulnerability in Apple's iPad security and exposed the information of 114,000 users. I love it because these dumbasses who are like our fucking shitty LARP Nazis, they always get arrested on shit that has nothing to do with anything. It's yeah. always like, oh, I was arrested for like accused rape or like I committed fraud. Like it's like Jacob Wool. He's running around being like, Ill Han Omar had sex with her brother and tried to get into the country. And then it's like he was arrested for securities fraud. That conviction was overturned and he was released from prison in 2014. But while in prison, Weave became a straight up neo-Nazi and got a giant swastika tattoo on his chest. Okay, now we got to give it to him. <laughs> right. In Cernovich's film, Weave just straight up promotes the white genocide conspiracy theory. The reality is, is that I was kidnapped from my home, my childhood home at gunpoint and bankrupted and turned into a refugee because I believe in free expression and truth is the, is the long and short of it. Um, I had been a target of the federal government for a long time. And I, I was a target of the federal government because I had said true things about race. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Yep. The, you know, that there's a plan uh, to wipe white people off uh -huh. the face of the earth and that white Christians uh, and uh, white pagans are superior to other races and religions. Oh, just that. Yeah, oh, I man, I hate to be targeted for that. Just come on. The truth, you know? Yeah, I know. There's no like, argument. He doesn't even want to get into a fucking argument. He's just like, this is the truth. Yeah, I sit. I sat down to watch this movie, and this is like in the first like ten minutes of the movie, where where they have a straight up neo Nazi talking about complaining about, you know, basically talking about white genocide and shit. It's like it's like men, incredible men came to my home with guns. It's like no dummy, the fucking police came to your home because you committed a crime. You were doing whatever. Yeah. What was it? Identity fraud? Yeah, or yeah, what? It, was, it was. It was hacking. You know what? There, there, there is some questions about like uh, how legitimate his whole hacking charge was. Yeah. Uh, but, 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 sure. but, 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 but his his whole story about him being like targeted is like yeah he he is he is uh, self uh, you know victimizing. If Chelsea Manning can come in and out of jail after putting up with the shit that she has and not having. Any any swastika tattoos anywhere on her body and just going back to like streaming games, maybe Weave can make a fucking effort. <laughs> Another prominent figure in that film is attorney Alan Dershowitz. Now, one might observe that Cernovich's eventual obsession with pedophiles is difficult to square with his association with Dershowitz. Uh, Dershowitz helped negotiate the sweetheart deal that helped Jeffrey Epstein escape real justice when he was convicted in 2008. Uh, Epstein accusers have also leveled allegations against Dershowitz in court filings and defamation lawsuits, though Dershowitz denies these allegations. 
One thing to understand about Cernovich is that his version of political engagement consists mostly of uh, getting attention for himself and being deliberately provocative. His maxims include conflict is attention and attention is influence. He's also explicit in his belief that politics is just a status game. He once said this. To beat a person, you lower his or her social status. Logic is pointless. Cernovich really made this philosophy explicit in a 2017 incident in which he falsely accused CNN journalist Andrew Kaczynski, a.k.a. K-File, of doxing a 15-year-old boy. In a live stream, Cernovich outright states that he doesn't care if his allegation against K-File is true or not. Wait, when did they hire Kevin Federline? You know something about the power of fake news? <laughs> K-File, you fake news fuck. Even if the person's not 15, that's the narrative now, so fuck you. You know, good luck. Nobody gives a fuck if that's true or not. That's the narrative. Nobody cares. That's going to become the social truth and the social construct. So fuck you. You know, enjoy the fun. You're now the guy who doxed an underage boy. That's your fucking life arc, dude. That's your story. You're the guy who docks an underage boy. You'd be like, well, he wasn't underage. He was like 25. Doesn't matter, bro. Doesn't matter. You lost control. The minute you became an internet cyber stalker, the internet, the, the minute you became an internet cyber stalker creep, you just, you lost the plot. You lost control of the narrative. So he, never mind the uh, hostage thing, his, his girlfriend or whatever, his wife, it seems awful. She thinks this is absolutely hilarious. He is, <laughs> yeah. he is literally like a wine mom on a tear. He just has his fucking Merlot swishing around. He's you like, know what, fucking dude, I successfully fuck accused you, someone of dude. some fucking lies. I'm fucking hilarious. You lost control, motherfucker. Nobody cares, nobody cares what you say anymore, dude. My God. Just the stupidity emanating from this man. And at the same time, he understands how broken the American system is. He knows how to manipulate it in a way that, yeah, you're right. It's like a snake oil salesman. Like they're dumb in one way, in almost all yeah. ways, but in this one specific way, yeah. they know how to manipulate. Yeah, he yeah. knows yeah, he knows that like it's not about what's like what what's true. It's like what you can you sell. If you can just sell people on believing something, then you win. But people pay attention to you. Wouldn't this video have kind of outed him as a liar i mean i don't understand he, I, I, no I he mean, literally admits no, it no no this is the thing about sternovich he's like he's admitted many times like oh no i spread like lies about people and i am being provocative to get attention to for me no one gives a fuck so why does this video not okay like you, you, so yeah. the accusations about this, uh, this k-file man or whatever yeah i mean yeah it didn't stick this particular accusation didn't stick fortunately so it didn't matter I so mean, he's wrong when he's swirling his fucking merlot like a yeah shit. yeah his is really yeah so yeah uh, k-file he, so works for cnn there was no consequences for him he's fine but um uh <laughs> you're missing you the imagine? point you're missing the point julian honey it's, honey can we go and sit on the couch and just sit in front of the camera i've got some stuff to, to say uh, you're on. You're on your third glass of red. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. Just come over here with me. Well, it's actually. I think it's probably like eleven D chess. You know, because he, <laughs> you know, admits that he's lying. <laughs> every right year, off the bat, every year they add one more D. Yeah. Every <laughs> year it's better, better, yeah, and better chess. Yeah. It's yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> you know because he's he's admitting right off the bat that he's lying. Uh, he takes he takes the piss out of anybody who could then accuse him of lying. So the lie, whether or not it's a lie or not, isn't a part of the conversation. All that's left is the accusation. Quantum D chess. Quantum D chess. String chess. <laughs> string theory string, chess. Yeah, string chess incident. <laughs>
Now, this philosophy that the primary goal of political discourse should be to smear your opponents guided his favorite accusation, calling people pedophiles without evidence. We will surely get some of that. <laughs> In since deleted tweets from 2016, which I'm going to have uh, Jake read, Cernovich freely accused anyone he disliked of being pedophiles or enablers of pedophiles. Uh, the people he has accused include Republican Senator Ben Sass. Ben Sass. How many underage boys did you pass off to convicted pedophile and GOPE leader Dennis Hastert? Louise Mensch. Heat Streets, Louise Mensch lifts off convicted pedophiles' profits. The New York Times. Fake news editors with a track record of covering up pedophile scandals oppose Pizzagate. Makes you think. <laughs> it really does make you think. <laughs> Senator Tim Kaine. Creepy Kane really does have the look of a pedophile. John Podesta, which of course goes without saying. Pedophile Podesta won't concede tonight. Gotta give him that one. <laughs> and in a reference to the Podesta emails, Hillary Clinton. The Clintons were running a pedophile ring. It's been in the emails all the time. We just weren't able to see the code. This is clearly uh, one of those cases where you confuse the host with the guest. <laughs> Uh, but uh, since then, he's had picked up his stakes again and uh, moved on from those accusations. <laughs> God damn it. As you can hear in this uh, interview with uh, Vice News. Do you believe that Hillary Clinton was involved in a child pedophilia ring? I believe uh, definitely that whole story. Yes or no? Do you believe that Hillary Clinton was involved in a child pedophilia Well, it depends on how you define it because there's multiple definitions of that. On the 3rd of November, so five days before the election, you tweeted, the Clintons were running a pedophilia ring. It's been in the emails all the time. We just weren't able to see the code. Yeah, I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that? I definitely don't think the Clintons are personally running a pedophilia. So why did you write it? That was worded imprecisely. It was more that <laughs> they... Why did you write it? <laughs> well, Anthony Weiner is a pedophile and they're connected with him. Bill Clinton officiated his wedding. So why did so you say was, this if, what, if you know that it's not true? Well, it's not that it's not true. It's that it's, it's worded so improperly. So back. I would reword things definitely more carefully on Twitter. This is one of the worst Daft Punk songs I've ever heard. <laughs> um, and, and also, I like how she presses him. I like how she pushes him. And I like how he falls. He's like, okay, fine. Pizzagate's not real. Frazzle drip is real, though. <laughs> Wiener I had children on his laptop. But Cernovich didn't just level his baseless allegations of pedophilia against very powerful people. He's also leveled allegations against the video editor Vic Berger. Uh, Berger produced online videos making fun of several people, including ce celebrity chef Guy Ferrari, late night host Jimmy Fallon, and the televangelist Jim Baker. But after Berger made fun of Cernovich, that led to a feud that culminated in Cernovich baselessly accusing a Berger of being at the center of a pedophile ring in several tweets, blog posts, and live streams. We uh, we were going to hang out with uh, Vic, but uh, he was like, I want to move on from this shit. Which, <laughs> and, you, you know what? I, I, do, respect, I respect. I respect. That, I do yeah. not blame you, Vic. Yeah, You're completely yes. correct. This could be an active... This could be a pedophile ring, right? <laughs> right, right. This could be an actual pedophile ring so I have to just make it public and publicize it. They're all connected to this guy. His Twitter handle is V-I-C-B-E-R-G-E-R, -E -E the fourth. So yeah, that's his Twitter handle right there, verified account. Vic is a creepy guy. Take a look at, that's Vic. Vic is a creepy guy. Vic Berger, V-I-C-B-E-R-G-E-R. -E -E if multiple people, Vic Berger, the fourth, V-I-C-B-E-R-G-E-R, -E oh Roman numeral, now, four, so I, V. Jesus Christ. Oh if they're God. all connected together, 
then who knows what they're doing, right? So that's the whole issue. Yeah, it was really disgusting what he did here. Oh, man, what an absolute fucking piece of shit. Also, Big Burger looks like a, a, a normcore version of Steve Brule. He looks right. adorable. Like, he's, he's, a, he's a great, super great and funny guy. Absolutely not, because as you see, uh, he made fun of me, and so therefore uh, he needs to be dealt with uh, in the appropriate manner, which is uh, to be baselessly accused of uh, being a part of a pedophile uh, ring. Cernovich is a gold digger who fucking drinks Merlot every single day and goes goes on one on live stream and can afford to do it because he fucking stole money from his ex-wife. <laughs> After, you know, whatever, like, was she the same one who bailed him out on his rape charges? Or was yep, that the first that's one? That's the same one. For fuck's sake, man. Can you be more of a piece of shit? Find a fucking hobby. Play Minecraft. Never mind. Never mind. Don't play Minecraft. Play, um, uh, play Ark. Uh, that's fine. No, get that's lost in that shit. No, let him get lost in Ark. Let oh. him fucking. Let Actually, him... you know what? Ark is the gorilla mindset game. Yes. Let him fucking. Because it takes an idiot to enjoy it. Yes. Let him spend. <laughs> let him spend 10,000 hours building yeah. a fucking uh, shitty campfire and, and, a, and a pointless lean to. Mike Cernovich, come into this game with us. We will lock you into a cage and we will make sure you don't die and you can't log off. And so every time you log in, you'll still be in a cage. Yeah. Now, Cernovich was, of course, one of the major drivers of Pizzagate and also baseless rumors about Hillary Clinton's health. Uh, one blog post on Cernovich's site read, Hillary Clinton has Parkinson's disease. Physician <laughs> confirms. The story was sourced to an anesthesiologist who had never met uh, with, uh, with Hillary Clinton. And it was later denied by the National Parkinson Foundation and Clinton's doctor. Here in California, you can get one of those like weed prescriptions by just talking to a doctor on Skype. I think that's how we did it. He, yeah, he, he right. was like, I saw a blurry video of her on YouTube and I can now confirm she has Parkinson's. Yeah, he's like, hey, what do you think about this video? <laughs> he's like, can you send me the link? He's like, no, 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 just look at it on my Skype. You can see it. Sir, I'm Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Now, uh, since Mike Cernovich is a coward, he has since deleted all of his tweets and live streams in which he promotes Pizzagate. And they may have stayed lost were it not for the fact that friend of the show, Nathan Bernard, preserved some of those deleted materials on the site Cernovich Leaks. So thank you very much, Nathan. So everyone knows the only reason you should delete a tweet is because it didn't get as much engagement as you thought. Okay. <laughs> Cernovich has since claimed this. Every article about me includes some shade about Pizzagate, even though that wasn't my gig. <laughs> what is your gig? You my, fucking wine mom? My gig? Okay, I got jugs. <laughs> I got glass jugs, and they're filled with liquid, okay? Look, step right up. Step yeah. right up. You tell me what's wrong with you. I he hit did. you over the head. I give you the jug. You go home. You drink the jug. You come back to tell me it doesn't work. I move on to the he's next He's a snake city, oil. Okay? He, he's like a snake oil salesman that got incredibly rich, so he doesn't really need to do it and he's just dr <laughs> he's drinking from his vials just the whole time just drunk in front of his fucking he's like this shit's better than coca-cola if i'm being honest with myself <laughs> in cernovich's book hoaxed he says this i never identified comet pizza as the source of any uh child sex trafficking ring i simply did not blame comet pizza uh, to the contrary, I advised people against singling out any private figure. And yeah, side note, Cernovich obviously does not hire a copy editor for his books. They are just ridden with typos. <laughs> yeah, but if you're a gorilla, you can tell what's up because you can't read. So it's fine. 
Additionally, in interviews and public appearances, he has repeatedly distanced himself from Pizzagate. For example, here are a few clips of Cernovich talking about Pizzagate in the live stream, in the interview with Vice News, and during a Q&A session during a public speaking event. The comment, you know, the whole story took the wrong turn. The reason I was like, that's why I never mentioned the place by name. Well, people spun that whole pizza thing out of completely w away from what I was talking. But can you understand the connection between the two? You tweeting about Pizzagate and you tweeting about the Clintons being involved in the pedophilia ring led to this shooting in broad daylight in a pizza restaurant in DC. No, because I'm not connected to what other people are saying on the internet. Do you think it's possible that there are still uh, children trapped in the basement of a pizzeria in Washington? And <laughs> that so was... do you know how they're doing? Yeah, that was definitely, that was definitely <laughs> fake and I never said that. And nobody can find an example of me saying that. Now, to be clear, everything you just heard Mike Cernovich say is a fucking lie. Mike Cernovich was a major promoter of Pizzagate, and he did baselessly single out Comet Ping Pong as the center for uh, child abuse, contrary to what he claims there. For example, here's a clip of Cernovich talking about Comet Ping Pong in a since-deleted live stream. Of course, you know, you know, he's he's fucking lying because the second thing he says after denying it is that you can't. Yeah, you can't find any examples of this. That's how you know that somebody's fucking because they're like, hey, don't, you, look, don't, don't look, don't look. You, you can't find can't any because I please deleted just it. Don't look. <laughs> so there is a torture chamber. There is some kind of torture dun dungeon. They do have um, sex cult meetings that Podesta invites his family to. I know Comet Pizza. I talked about Com Comet Pizza last night. I tweeted out the comma Comet Pizza last night. I do believe that they're watching um, snuff film. They're, I believe that they're watching snuff films down there. And I would not be surprised if they're also watching child pornography down there. The worst of the worst. You, like I said, you don't need to build an underground vault to watch movies, okay? You don't need to build an underground vault to watch the human centipede, what? right? You need to build an underground vault so the police can't barge in the door. That is what, what it is. It's about um, watching, they could, they could be sacrificing people down there. I mean, I don't know, it's probably, the, the police are corrupt, the FBI is corrupt, but there should have been a search warrant there and they should be combing it for hairs, hairs of children, uh, running DNA samples through the missing person uh, database, running DNA samples through the cold, the cold, um, the cold case files. Again, uh, his wife is in the background. She's literally uh, leaning over, hugging a, a body pillow while she's on her phone bored because Mike does this so often that it doesn't even shock her. In fact, what really happened is right before he said this, he told her, I don't believe anything I'm about to say. And that's why she's so fucking chill. I don't know. I mean... It's, and again, he's in a nice apartment. He's got nothing else to fucking do. And he's on one. You know, he's hiding the red wine just out of sight. <laughs> now, why would Mike Cernovich try to push such an easily uh, debunkable lie about his involvement in Pizzagate? Uh, I think it makes more sense when you remember his claim about beating people being all about social status. You know, see, he was all for Pizzagate when he thought he could use it to lower the social status of other people. But then the Pizzagate shooting happened, and then all of a sudden Pizzagate was this was super toxic and was associated with uh, possibly dangerous conspiracy nuts. And so his association with Pizzagate lowered his social status, and so he just tried to like pass Pizzagate from his system like it's a gallstone. Oh, bless him. But you know that whole, like, waiter, there's a hair in my soup. 
You know, he yeah. wants to. Yeah. Could you please DNA test it and see if it's a child's hair? <laughs> please, sir. Please. It's in my pepperoni. In fact, uh, not only did Cernovich uh, promote Pizzagate, he was one of the people who was key to getting people to believe that uh, spirit cooking referred to a satanic ritual. <laughs> Thanks to his blog post, Podesta emails uh, reveal Clinton's inner circle as sex cult with connections to human trafficking. So if you ever see Mike Cernovich, be sure to remind him that he promoted Pizzagate and singled out Comet Ping Pong, the place where the Pizzagate shooting happened, because it's both true and it will really irritate him more than anything. Now, Cernovich's legacy is complicated by the fact that in one instance, he actually did help break major news. Specifically, he acquired documents which show that Congressman John Conyers of Michigan settled a wrongful dismissal complaint in 2015 with a former employee who alleges she was fired because she would not succumb to the congressman's sexual advances. Uh, she said that uh, she was paid a settlement of $27,000 from public funds. And four signed affidavits from uh, former staff members uh, alleged that Conyers repeatedly made sexual advances to female staff that included requests for sex acts. Uh, Cernovich passed these documents to BuzzFeed News, who independently confirmed their authenticity and reported on them. In response to that and even more sexual scandals, Congressman Conyers resigned from the House in December 5th, 2017. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's fine with me. It's fine. Yeah, of course. Of course. You, you got to give it to him. Yeah, I got to give it to him. Hey, hey, you know, credit where credit's due. But the thing is, he tried to make lightning strike twice and it went disastrously for him. Oh, boy. Him. So Cernovich destroyed any goodwill he might have gained by breaking the Conyers story by trying to pass off a forged and fraudulent document that accused uh, Senator Chuck Schumer of similar misconduct. Uh, the document that Cernovich had purported to be a draft lawsuit complaint against Schumer by a former staffer and accuses him of sexual harassment. However, that former staffer's signature on the document is a forgery. In fact, Senator Schumer was not even in Washington, D.C. or uh, the United States during several dates in, uh, that the document says that uh, he is purported to have harassed the staffer. Yeah, and he, he took a plane to Little St. James. He was not even <laughs> in America, okay? Yeah. So not only was the uh, complaint of forgery, it is an obvious forgery. A big tell is the fact that in several sections, the forged document just copies the complaint against Congressman Conyers. For example, the forged document uh, accusing Senator Schumer references House Rule 23. Since Schumer serves in the Senate, he is obviously not subject to House Rule 23. It was later discovered that the hoaxer actually passed the forged documents to several news outlets, including Washington Post, BuzzFeed, New Yorker, and ABC News. But Cernovich was the only one dumb enough to promote the documents as if they were authentic. After realizing he had been duped, Cernovich said this on the live stream. Whoever did this, I don't know if it was a deep state operation, <laughs> uh, a Soros thing, or if it was just a, a prankster, uh, but somebody's in a lot of fucking trouble for forging documents. So, okay, so the Jews are trying to frame the Jew Chuck Schumer? Like what? <laughs> fucking mind-bending shit. In late 2017, Cernovich didn't ask me anything on Reddit. As evidence that Reddit can be good sometimes, it went very, very poorly for him. <laughs> Here are a few questions he was asked. You want to like uh, go back and forth between the two the questions? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Mike. Uh, you named your book in Lifestyle Gorilla Mindset. Uh, why did you choose the only great ape that can't recognize its reflection as itself? <laughs> <laughs> and as such, do you attack the man staring back at you when you look in the mirror? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Hey, Mike, um, in your mind, uh, what makes the gorilla mindset uh, superior to other mindsets, such as ones that think, you know, rape is bad? <laughs> I was wondering, when you're sitting there like in your house and your mind wanders and truly settles on some of the awful, baseless and cruel things you've said or incited, do you feel okay with that or, or is there some kind of fluttering panic? Does it ever feel like your humanity is trying desperately to emerge from all the muck? Hey, Mike. <laughs> Fucking writers <laughs> going at him here. Yeah. Hey, Mike, uh, what's it like to be a sociopathic leech who lives off his ex-wife and does nothing but tell a multitude of lies in support of the worst people in the country? Uh, what was the exact point in your life where you discarded your soul? Oh, bless you all. Yeah, bless all you all you great Reddit writers. This is what happens when you fuck with a comedian, though. His friends come and just <laughs> destroy you with some of the best lines. Yeah. On December 29th, 2017, perhaps in response to that disastrous AMA, Cernovich announced that he would be retiring from social media. He reversed <laughs> his decision within days after saying it had made his opponents too happy. It's Brett Stevens. It's Brett Stevens. Okay, everybody, go online. This is not a harassment campaign, but maybe it's possible that Mike Cernovich is an earwig. In 2018, Cernovich made his next pivot, uh, this time to mysticism. Ooh. He started writing a lot more about energy. Love it. Take, for example, this April 2018 tweet. Several high uh, consciousness people I've spoken to independently told me about feeling a shift in energy. Uh, something is going on. It happened two to three weeks ago. Not talking politics or elections. It's, it's much bigger. Energy shift. <laughs> Maybe it's because I switched to uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> but just because Cernovich started getting in touch with his inner M Marianne Williamson doesn't mean he stopped using accusations of pedophilia as a weapon. For example, he spearheaded a campaign against director James Gunn for tasteless jokes that Gunn made on Twitter about pedophilia in 2009 and 2010. This campaign caused Disney to remove James Gunn as a director of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Gunn was rehired earlier this year. Because there's no consequences for pedophiles, boys. <laughs> By late uh, 2018, Cernovich had become disillusioned with Trump. He, so he just picked up his stakes <laughs> and moved on to the next town. This is like Eeyore, but he's happy the whole time for some reason. <laughs> he said this in a September 2018 tweet. There's no wall. She's not locked up. But Flynn got fired and sent to the wolves? And Saudi Arabia sold weapons of murder? I give zero fucks about Republicans losing the House. Okay. Okay. This guy's doing like a slow-mo Harry Cherry. Yeah. Most recently, Mike Cernovich has tried to take credit for unsealing court records relating to a lawsuit filed uh, against uh, Jeffrey Epstein. However, when you look at his involvement in that lawsuit, it becomes uh, quickly apparent that he's probably just working as a proxy for his old pal, Alan Dershowitz. This all started on August 11th, 2016, when Dershowitz moved to unseal three documents from that lawsuit that, he argues, uh, demonstrate that the uh, victim in that particular lawsuit invented the accusations against him. So he's trying to dox the victims. Yep. And then still took credit for Je Epstein falling. That's right. And then on January 19th, 2017, Cernovich sought to unseal uh, the summary judgment record, and then Dershowitz joined his motion. Yeah, so it sounds like, yeah, they're, they're just working together to uh, yeah, dox the victim. And uh, uh, the, the exact nature of these documents, is un I don't know, but, uh, but, but it sounds like he was really working with Dershowitz to try and clear his name and smear the victim. Yeah. So, Do you think gorillas are pedophiles? I, I, I'm not saying that Cernovich not, is one, but I think gorillas 
Maybe I don't I'm not, know. I'm not a primatologist. I couldn't I couldn't speak to that. Right, of course. You never want to guess. But what about Jake? <laughs> Mike Cernovich. Mike Cernovich. Uh, he must be some kind of a pedophile or something. I did. You know, I don't know that for sure. I'm just kind of saying it. Um, I don't know if he is, but uh, it seems kind of like something that you know he might be into he kind of cares a lot about this stuff so i'm just gonna go ahead i mean it doesn't mean anything i'm just gonna go ahead though and say that mike cernovich is a pedophile uh here (laughs) on the QAnon anonymous uh podcast now cernovich was sincerely motivated by exposing the monstrous things that epstein and his connections did you think that lawyers representing the victim would be fine with it but they were not here's what uh, those lawyers said cernovich's public statements already generally besmirch rape victims Cernovich's apparent personal vendetta against victims of sexual assault and Cernovich's personal relationship with Dershowitz, who has a personal vendetta against Miss Jufri, constitute prima facie evidence that he seeks the revelation of these materials for an improper personal vendetta. Therefore, in accordance with governing law, this court should hold that the privacy interests in the materials Cernovich and Dershowitz seek outweigh any weak presumption of access. The court seemed to agree with this assessment. In the court's opinion, denying Cernovich's motion to unseal, the refusal was based on case law that protects documents in legal proceedings when the release would, quote, gratify private spite, promote public scandal, circulate libelous statements, or release trade secrets. <laughs> I love the idea of, like, pedophile trade <laughs> secrets. <laughs> in a live stream, Cernovich makes it clear that he's not familiar with even the basic facts of the lawsuit which further makes it obvious that he doesn't actually give a shit. If you're an attorney at Lulz, then the law speaks. So here's the law speak. There is a big pedophile sex trafficking lawsuit filed against this person named Maxwell. Let me find her last name. I forget her name. I forget these people. That's the whole thing. I'm so busy that oh I forget. My, oh my God. God. <laughs> so there was a lawsuit filed against this woman. She, uh, some rich woman. What is her name? God, why can I not find this? <laughs> Some oh. rich woman. See, this tells you like how busy I am that I file lawsuits and I don't even, I don't even know what the people's names are anymore. That's how busy I am. I don't even like I file a lawsuit, twenty thousand dollars, twenty five thousand dollars. I spend on it, and I don't even remember the people's names, man. That's just life in the fast lane. Okay, her name is. Um, She's a British socialite. God, what is her name? Wow. He can't even Google. Okay, Jessalyn Maxwell. I don't know how to pronounce her name. But anyway. uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Jessalyn. Fucking Dershowitz texted him during the live stream and was like, you're fucking this up for me. (laughs) That's some judo shit. (laughs) I'm so committed that I don't know the name of the person I'm fucking filing a complaint against. It cost me, not Dershowitz, $25,000. I'm not taking money from Dershowitz. I'm definitely not a pedophile. Uh, The Miami Herald later moved to unseal the entire docket from that lawsuit, but that was also denied. But in appeal, uh, federal appeals court unsealed around 2000 pages of explosive court documents relating to uh, Jeffrey Epstein. So um, and then after that, of course, Cernovich started taking credit, even though it's, it's pretty obvious all he was doing was like working in concert with his buddy Dershowitz. So that's Cernovich. He's someone who downplayed rape before rebranding himself as a crusader against pedophilia. He promoted Pizzagate before realizing that was a bad look for him and denying that he ever did so. He's a self-proclaimed crusader against fake news who spreads baseless conspiracy theories and self-aggrandizing lies. 
He worked as a proxy for Alan Dershowitz while claiming that he was working on behalf of Epstein's victims. He's just an empty man who believes in nothing besides getting people to pay attention to him. Yeah, he doesn't even really need the money. He doesn't need any money. He's just... Just yeah, go away. It's like just, Notch. He, just go away. He, he's just very sick. He's just... It's just everything he does is just... You're right. He doesn't need this. He could have done anything with that wallet cash. He could have this. He chose to live like this. That's the sickest part of all this. He could He's, he could have paid uh, about 100 people to entomb him like a pharaoh right. who died and just encase him in his in his little live stream coffin. <sighs> yeah. Well, Cernovich, thanks. Okay, we can move on to the next piece of shit. Yeah. He's really forgettable. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we covered him just to make sure well, that I mean, everyone yeah, knows he's a fraud. Yeah, the thing is, the thing is that we we got it. We got to cover him. He was one. Is, if we're talking about QAnon, you can't talk about QAnon without talking about Pizzagate. You can't talk about Pizzagate without talking about Cernovich. We had to cover him, but yeah, I hope we never mention him ever again. We have no ground to stand on here. We're pathetic. Step on us, Mr. Mike. <laughs> Step on my nuts. Crush us. Crush. <laughs> Crush us, sir. Crush Julie. Crush us for our gratification. Sexual, of course. <laughs> you've been listening to the QAnon anonymous podcast we uh, don't run any advertising on the show instead we use a straightforward five dollar monthly subscription system for that amount you'll get access to a second weekly episode alongside all the ones we've already recorded so visit patreon.com slash anonymous to support us and help us make this a full-time job thanks so much if you want merch, merch.qanonanonymous.com. If you want video, youtube.qanonanonymous.com. You can come and chat with us at discord.qanonanonymous.com. It's like a free and open kind of server community chat thing. Some people, uh, because we are blackmailing them, have pledged at a higher level to support the podcast. It is ritual to thank them at the top of each month. A big thank you to our $10 subscribers. Alan O, always screaming internally, A.W., Brent from the Nun Dare Call It Ordinary podcast, Bully With, Burzmali, Cameron M, Chimera Boy, Cody M, uh, David C, uh, Dylan W, Dylan Y, uh, E Mark S, Eric O, Forrest, aka Dave Rube of the Nun Dare Call It Ordinary podcast, Jack R, James and Molly M, James O, Jamie, uh, John S, uh, Joseph G, Josh R, Josiah D, Katie K, Lettuce Jones, uh, Liz M, uh, McAfee's Hammock, uh, <laughs> Meredith A, Mike, Nina, Old Man Grandad, Owen H, uh, another Owen H, uh, Filmac Unt. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yep, okay. Every month. Q Loves Cake Farts, uh, QT, uh, Rev is Cooler Than Sabir, uh, Roberto S, Ruben H, uh, Sandra L, Spencer D, Stephen D, uh, Stephen A C, T Diddy, uh, That One With The Boobs, uh, The Cult Of Monitor, uh, Thug Special Olympian, Timothy M, Toon Army MIA, Trenton C, and Your Good Friend. Uh, a big, extra big thank you and a kiss on the mouth to our $20 subscribers, Alan G, Allie, Avin S, Brant F, Caitlin J, Chinchi, Chris M, Derek T, Inkboy SP, Joel HD, Joel TH, Josh S, Lizzie, Luke B, Michelle, Mike S, None Dare Call It Ordinary Podcast, and Seb Gorkasm. Thank you.
Listener, until next week, may the deep dish bless you and keep you. And I will be uh, in your town soon. Uh, <laughs> I have a new wagon. I, I put a new wheel on it. We got co- we got different colored jugs. I got new juice. It's going to be great. We'll see you there. It's not a conspiracy. It's fact. And now, today's auto cue. A-Chan has gone offline. It's been offline for uh, almost a full month, probably will be a full month very soon. Um, are there plans to uh, bring the site back online? Yes, I, I intend, fully intend to bring it online soon, within a few days. I have been spending this time with building my own version of Cloudflare mm. so that we don't have uh, one central place to shut down the website so easily because basically... These giant public companies can just deplatform anybody they want. And uh, I've received threats from big public companies. It's like commercial terrorism. Commercial terrorism. Commercial terrorism.